What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Hangout Hour, the new and upcoming podcast that may be offensive, but definitely entertaining. My name is Big Ox. I am D. And I am Diva. And we are back in Plug and Play Studios, doing it once again. <laughs> We took, a, we took a little bit of a break last week. Fucking heat. Yeah. Oh, yes. And for what? For Mieda. Let's but, not go there. But whatever. It is what it is, what it Happy is. Happy October, everyone. Happy October. Happy almost Halloween. Have you ever heard of that band, Blue October? Of course. What a great band. Have <laughs> you ever heard of the band Blue Oyster Group? No. No. Have you ever heard of a band called Versus Verde? Yes. I heard it in passing one time. I, I went to go see them actually a couple of times, and I got to say, Eh. Well, funny. <laughs> nah. Because the lead singer, you have 50% of that band in this room right now. 50 per- 50%. I, that's math. N- no, I believe the proper math is 25%. Ooh. Oh, now that you're just being mean. <laughs> if there was four people in the band, wasn't there four people? It was a three-piece. It's a four-piece. Four piece. 50%. So, oh, man. So it's 25%, right? It's 50. He's, he's, David's right here. Like it's <laughs> me and him. It's me. He's so trying to say he's one of 25, us. He's 25. I'm 25. Oh, I get what you said. Like he, was so 50. he was trying to make it seem like one of us was talentless, and I'm telling him you're right here. Not to say that about you. I, well, that is very true. <laughs> I was speaking to the one on my left. <laughs> I was speaking like to the one on my left, but I guess. Uh, Danny is a rock star. And uh, his own mind. Well, without further ado, today's gonna be a exciting and fun show. I guarantee you, if you guys are listening on the live or just listening now in, in the safety zone of your vehicle. Or on your Apple iPods. This is going to be one for the books. <laughs> we have David Joseph from Dad Filmed It here in the building today, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I appreciate that intro. I appreciate that introduction. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Thank you for having me on. You guys are amazing. Your humble abode is beautiful, <laughs> professional, real Joe Rogany vibes. I, like <laughs> I love it. It's I too legit. It. Who's Joe Rogan? Uh, wow. yeah. Are you one of the greatest? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> before anything, before we, we, we went, we started recording, we did, uh, we missed Jose the camera guy last week. He, uh, I guess he went on a special op. <laughs> Kissimmee? Is it Kissimmee? Or Kissimmee. Ki- <laughs> is it Kissimmee? Kissimmee. Boom. Kissimmee. Oh. Boom. Kissimmee. And I must say, you got some nice new threads. Yes. Right. No, oh, there's new everything. New everything. Yeah. New t-shirt. He's dripped out. He's dripped out. New t-shirt. He's dripped out. I was. I was dripped sweating. out. We learned what <laughs> that. He was dripped yes, out. Yes, did. He's dripped out. New t-shirt. Brushed hair. No. Well, <laughs> there's something. There's something. You know what it was that hair. he washed it yesterday or he washed it this afternoon. Which one was it? No, no, not for like a couple days. I don't think. <laughs> so Anyways, <laughs> new t-shirt, new sneakers that he got at the Nike Outlet factory over there for sure. in True. in Kissimmee. Is it Kissimmee or Kissimmee? Which Kissimmee. one is it? <laughs> Kissimmee. Kissimmee? He, he showed me he got new underwears. Hanes. <laughs> are they new Hanes, underwears? Hanes boxer briefs. Are they new underwears? You see? They are new underwears? <laughs> he doesn't wear boxer briefs. Don't believe him. Don't believe him. Have you ever used, recycled your underwear? <laughs> In a... Pa- <laughs> I can, no. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. No. Is it a thing 
that like you flip it inside out and rewear it? No, you never flip it inside never out. Heard I've heard of that. You don't want your coolie juice on your pants. Yeah. <laughs> you know you don't want your coolie juice face to fucking yeah. ass out. No, yeah. you just wear them again, Diva. Yeah, the you just juice. wear them again. Oh, you just wear them the same way yeah, again. But you, you have to. You, Hello, local mm-hmm. like that. No, you have to pick. You know, yeah, because sometimes you get put in a predicament where you stay over or something happened and you, you just pack an extra pair of undies. Nah, but what if you didn't? Maybe if you did, what if you planned something and it didn't go out? No, I always pack an extra pair of underwear. What are you, in your purse? You just take an extra always. pair of underwears? Yeah, I, I think yeah, for but any girls, trip. But girls, ex- they a little bit sometimes, so you always <laughs> have to be ready. The proper what term, does the prop, that even mean? The proper terminology is discharge. Ox. Okay. Hey, but are I'm we not going there. Because, I mean, it so shouldn't like, do you, be do to you, the point where you need an extra pair of underwear. Do you, do you like... If it was laundry day, you didn't do laundry, do you kind of like siphon through your laundry and look for the one with the least white crust on it? Okay. <laughs> That's disgusting. I, I'll tell you That's something that I do. Nasty. What do you do? If I know that I had a shitty day, <laughs> like, <laughs> if I knew, if I know for a fact that I had a shitty day, I go ahead after I take a shower, I make sure to fold it, right? Like into fours and put it at the bottom because my girl does the laundry. So. Oh, she sees I, it. Yeah, no, I know she sees it, but I just feel better like in my heart if and in hidden. my soul. I feel like she, she maybe might not see it. That's considerate of you. Uh, I appreciate but that. But then do you wash that, your caca underwear <laughs> with like the rest of your underwear? Because there's like caca all of it. All of I it. Mean, all of it. I mean, yeah, listen, caca happens. Shit is a you, part of life. Have you, <laughs> you, know have you lost Have you lost one in battle before? <laughs> I've never shot myself. <laughs> You've never sharded. I've n- you're sharded. Me, I've sharded. You're telling me that you're at work wherever it might have been at whatever time period in your life that you're doing blah de blah and you went to tirate un peito and it came out and you're like, <laughs> oh my God, no, I made Instant it. Instant clincher. I made it. I made it. You you clinch you clinch run to the bathroom. <laughs> and when you get there, you're like, bro, I shit my pants, bro. At that point, what did you do? I cleaned myself up. And what'd you do with your underwear? <laughs> I, t- I took that shit he off. He folded it in force. No. And he put it in, the he put it in his pocket. Because <laughs> he folds it in force. <laughs> you know what? I folded it in force and I put it in the bottom of the garbage can. <laughs> and I hope that the cleaning lady, <laughs> Yanni Slady, does it fucking. Yes, sucio son la gente. There you go. You know what happens to me when I've sharded? I, I think it's, it's a common thought that anytime we shart, the first thing you think you're like, oh, I hope my butt cheeks caught it. Like, I hope oh it's God. not on my underwear. Because if it goes to your underwear, then it's like a whole other ordeal. Were you hoping that your sphincter, your sphincter was fast enough? Correct. And now, <laughs> being in my 30s, my sphincter has lost its elasticity. Right? Disgusting. So is it elasticity or elasticity? I just want you to know that right? women are not as disgusting as that. Yeah, but you guys oh, our problems are in the back part. Your problems are in the front part. Yeah. Okay. What problems? <laughs> what problems you guys are you have talking pee-pee. about? Yeah, they don't discharge you guys like we that. Have, we have. <laughs> it's okay. First of all, it's called pee juice. There's discharge and then there's wetness. There's a difference. Uh, so girls get wet every day, depending on how active our day that is. That is gonna be another. <laughs> that's another. Don't podcast. make me get into it, but yeah. <laughs> oh. I just say, but can you have you? Okay, Diva, here's a question for you. Uh, If it's gross, I don't want to hear it. No, you're going to answer this question because you're on this podcast and I'm the one that's going to be editing this one. How about that? Oh, we'll see. No, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Anyways, have you ever gone to the bathroom and be like, ah, and be like, oh shit, let me just take my panties off and throw them away? Don't admit that. No, don't admit that. that. What the heck? Yes. It's a, it's a, no, but I I call bullshit. Danny? No, I have never done that. I have n- <laughs> never done that. I call bullshit. There, there's no way that you have never either done a 
discharge from the front. Oh discharge from the I back. Stop and you've, saying that. And you've kept your underwear or panties or whatever Stop they're called. Stop saying that. You're so also, I have a follow-up question. Now that we're on, <laughs> by the way, we're going to edit this. This episode is going to be the art of discharge. <laughs> <laughs> I, have an, I have a follow-up question to you. <clears throat> and then we're going to get right into David and, and, and his spectacular life and his funny stories because I love his stories. But if you shit yourself with a thong <laughs> on, <laughs> it, it, these are the pondering questions that we need to answer. <laughs> does it come out? Like this is it depends on the does consistency. It, does of it the come shit. out split like a, <laughs> like a snake, like a snake tongue? Oh yeah, what's your you deal are, today with me? I don't know. Fucked. They got me on this conversation. Now, like my little, the little mouse wheels. It's. I've always. It's wondered, a simple question, Diva. Yes or no? We, we can talk about vibrators for two I and a half hours. I will be very honest with you. I almost always don't like even wear underwear. Mm, tell me right. more. So. Right, this so it goes right to your dress. <laughs> <laughs> right no, I don't shit myself the way men do. You know well, what? what about the discharge from the front? Though? Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> what, do you walk around with a tampon all day? No, she puts one at the oh, pad. She, put a, she puts a, a little wet A nap. discharge from the front? Are, uh, who, has, who has scorned you? How have you been... <laughs> who, who scorned you? <laughs> who has hurt you? What is her who name? Who has hurt you? Who what is, is her name? Not about that, but it's the truth. You know what I've always wondered... Like, everybody takes a shit, right? So I, I find that you could be the president of the United States right now or, I don't know, Jennifer Lopez, for that matter. At some point in that day, they're going to do caca. So we <laughs> have that thing in common. Now, talking about J-Lo, she probably wears, I would like to think, exotic underwear, <laughs> nice G-strings or whatever. You don't think she wears I imagine she fucking had a couple Bud Lights the night before. Right? <laughs> I doubt that she drinks Bud Light, but <laughs> go ahead. For, this, for, for the, the sake of conversation. For the sake of the story. She has a couple butt lights. She, she does tremendo. She does tremendo caca. Mm-hmm. She has to wipe it. Now it's that like that elo, the g string that's grazing your butthole. Isn't that weird for women? Please let me know. I wash myself every time I go to the bathroom. So you go to the sink. So we can go into the girls' bathroom, and I'm gonna find you over the sink, lavando the mouth like a bidet. Flop, 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 oh, flop, shit. flop, flop. The people just open the door and close it. Diana took a shit, guys. <laughs> the whole bathroom's wet and stuff. I clean myself. I don't know. I, wiping isn't enough. So that's yeah. what I'm gonna so say those are about tremendo, that. What, you, you just admitted to having tremendo mojongs every time you go to no, the bathroom. No, that's what you want. That's what you want it to seem like, but I didn't say that at this all. This question is more for Danny and David. Have you guys ever pooped, not clean yourself good enough, and then you're like a little bit like, like itchy ass? Oh my god! You're, you're not a man if that's. Why not are we to you. talking about this? But if you wear a g-string, how does that affect your well, itchy ass? My last g-string I wore. I can't remember, but um, I will tell you. Yeah, I, I get itchy ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, itchy let's ass. get into it. David from Dad filmed it. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? I'm so sorry <laughs> that like the intro to your show was about itchy ass. That's all right. That's all right. No, hey. It's going to get a lot weirder. Trust uh, me. I feel like it's I know a metaphor for my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, um, you know, pretty much we want, we're going to walk through everything that you've done. It's not only so much in film and photography, but uh, promotions. You've been, you've been really having on the promoting recently. you got some pretty good clients. And also... Um, you're just an artsy guy, bro. You're you're a talented guy. So, for those of you who don't know, I've known Dave since we were in since you were in your mom's womb. Yep, yep. Our moms were best friends uh, when they were younger, Aww. and uh, it just so happened that they were backdoor neighbors to one another. And um, the house we were backdoor neighbors. So when he was born in England, he came. I think when he was like a year, I believe it. I came and I went back. Yeah, yep. and then. Uh, we met each other, obviously, within that time I was born. Um, 
We had and a we real deep conversation upon birth, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and we grew up together. We grew up uh, as backdoor neighbors, and we've known each other all our lives because our moms were best friends growing up. And um, ah, that's so cute. Yeah, yeah. We embarked so in our music I love journey that. together. Yes, we did. Neighborhood buddies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. This goes back uh, years. Beyond that, yeah, you're the you're, you're you're that one person in my life that I can say I've known the longest. And, and that I've kept a consistent relationship with. And you've survived that? I mean, we've had some. Uh, I mean, there was ye- there was years, yeah, that we, you know. But uh, I think that was best for both of us. And um, yeah, I'm I'm just grateful to have you in my life. I'm grateful to be here now. And, uh, Look at that. That was the sweetest thing he's ever told me. That's Don't be so fooled beautiful. by that beautiful smile. Don't be uh, fooled. He does. He has, a, he has a very kind he has of a, smile. He's a a th- he by he is a thespian, by the way. Oh. He was in drama club. I was a thespian, but only for like, like yeah. a minute. Yeah, I've always been involved in the arts. It's always been something. Uh, it's been my my calling in life. You can test you can yeah. testify for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've uh, my whole thing has always been uh, how can I make money off of it? You know what I mean? And make it a viable. <laughs> we suck at that part. Income. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's no, why but I got that's why I got the guy hanging in a business outfit, tatted on my arm, and it says "Hang on," you know, because you know, just hang on, man, and keep on falling. Because it's always been an important thing for me it's to hard. figure it out, and I think I've um, I'm starting to really figure it out. I think I'm really starting to. There you go. I've unlocked the those pieces and well, I guess uh, it's I put uh, that shit together. I've di- I've connected those dots. Let's say this show is um, it's to talk about that. It's to talk about the journey. Everybody's got a different walk of life, but we all kind of have like the same goals, especially in this industry of the arts and creating. So, you know, those are just scars that you've had. So from the first time you got your first acoustic, which for whatever reason, I have more of a sentimental value to it than <laughs> yes. you do. It's in my it's in my studio. Yeah, it's in your garage. It's a studio. Uh, <laughs> so I have that, but it from, is it from is a studio. When you pick that up, and you know the bands that you've played in, you were you know you've had a very. I grew up in the in the South Florida hardcore scene. Correct. Uh, SFL HXC. It was kind of like uh, I grew up uh, around punk rock, aggressive extreme um, alternative styles of music. It's always uh, what's called to me, whether it's been hip-hop, jazz, classical music. I've always loved the extremism of music, and I've always been uh, inclined to get into those uh, subcultures, let's Mm say, of those genres. And so when I was growing up, punk music, metal music, hardcore music, um, hardcore rap, all that shit really, like, uh, really took, like, uh, you know, I, I related to it. You know, I, I it influenced you. It influenced me. It, I, I, it called to me. You know, and I and I was definitely a kid growing up where I was uh, looking for some sense of identity. You know, I actually haven't found. You know, I, I always talk about identity. It took me. I always say it took me like thirty years to find myself. You know, my sense of identity it wasn't until like midway through versus Verde uh, that I had actually come into myself. That I feel like as a man, where I'm all encompassing, confident in myself and what I do, and comfortable with you know who I am. It took me thirty years to get there. Uh, so I was always looking, especially when I was younger, um, looking for somebody to relate to, somebody to take me in. And the hardcore scene of Miami, Florida really did that for mm-hmm. me at that age in life. Well, it also what helped you in your later years is also for you, for those of you that don't know, Dave here is a father of a beautiful young girl. A thousand percent. Penelope <laughs> Rodriguez. I love that name. That's a nice name. Penny, How cute. Little, little Penny. Yeah. And, uh, that, let me tell you. She's this the guy, of my life. This guy, once he had his daughter complete 180 is that is nice. that i was an animal i was uh All right, I i'm was, glad you said it i'm glad you said i was it a me. demon i was uh i was a <laughs> ghoul in the night of in the oh. miami night yeah and yeah i was involved <laughs> i was uh i just wasn't i wasn't a good person let's <laughs> no, <you laughs> were a good. I, I, I was always a good Stop. person but i was just 
I was just no an extremist, good. yeah, and up to no good. Um, but um, let's my daughter, that. Is we're that, on the right trail for that. Is that is that what made you? I mean, now that we're talking about that, real quick, is that what made you that switch? It was your daughter. Like I know what my switch was. It took you say it took you thirty years. It yeah. took me thirty seven years, and it just took a, a a bad situation, a bad time in my life yeah. for me to realize. It, it usually does. Usually, it usually very does. dark. It was a very dark time for me, dark period, and 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 it made me when I came out of it. I was a different person. That's the, that's the important part is that you came out. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it, was that your, your daughter, was that your, your, your pivotal moment? Your aha moment? Like, okay, well, this is it and this is who I want to be? Or No, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, I would say um, my aha moment was definitely um, uh, when, when I got to a point in my life where I didn't maybe have that available in my life. Um, I had gone through a... Uh, a period of uh, a separation with, you know, and um, that was the eye-opening moment for me because I was so involved in creating and so involved in myself and so involved with trying to figure out uh, who I was um, that when I lost sight of that, you know what I mean, and, and I could have, you know, potentially lost everything that I thought I had been building, I think that was the aha moment, and my daughter was already two years by that point. Um you know, and I'll just be honest about that. You know what I mean? As a father, as 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 far as the decisions that I was making, maybe towards other substances in my life or something like that. Yeah, when my daughter was born, I changed a thousand percent. When mm. my daughter was born, I mean, listen, there's a beautiful awakening and epiphany in, yeah. in, in the soul of a good man when you have a daughter or a son. And when you experience that and when you have it firsthand, there is an awakening there and it's beautiful. And, you know, th I won't deny that. But the real awakening within me, that happened when I almost lost that. Mm -hmm. And I got it back, you know, and, I, and I'm working towards it every day. And I'm so, Good for I'm you. so happy and um, I'm blessed. I truly feel blessed. Good for you, man. To Good have man. what I have. But uh, oh, it beautiful. took that dark moment. It yep. took that dark, you know what I mean? That, those dark places to, to push me to where I'm at today. And uh, I've also been an extremist. Like I, I've mentioned before, I'm an extremist in all the things that I do. So when I got pushed into a dark place, I felt cornered. I didn't back away from it. I really attacked and made sure that my life would never be in that position again because I, I, I got extremist about it. And I was making sure, you know what I mean, losing sleep, you know, developing my craft and developing the things that I wanted to do to get me to this moment right here where I'm talking with you guys. And hopefully a year from now, you know what I mean, we'll be talking again and um, it, it'll be a, a whole nother a oh, plateau that we've reached. Yeah, another level. I love that. You know what I mean? That's and it's awesome. all about growth. And I got to say that, that around that time, my life is when I really started focusing on growth. That's awesome, man. So, Bravo to you for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, I hope my girl doesn't kill me for being so honest, you know, but uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm a real motherfucker, so. <laughs> you know. Let's, um, let's, let's rewind a little bit. So, David Joseph, you were born here in Miami. Yes. You went to Green Glades Elementary. I went to Green Glades <laughs> Elementary with you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where you would fucking pretend not to know who I was because I was a year younger than you. And I'd be like, hey, Danny, are we going to go play Power Rangers later? And you're like, who the fuck are you, you fucking losers, second grade dork? <laughs> you're like, fuck Aww. you, man. And I would go home sad, and then you'd call me and be like, hey, you want to play with G.I. Jones? <laughs> you fucking bitch. What a dick. That's a lie. <laughs> um, Just you saying that makes me believe it 100%. <laughs> and then... Um, then you went to school all in South Florida. You went then to, uh, I think you went to Riviera. You went No, to I, I went to Howard Doolin for two years. I got kicked out of there, and then I went <laughs> to McMillan. And then uh, after McMillan, I went to Braddock. And okay. G. Holmes Braddock, I'm a bulldog, uh, through and through. Spent my four years there. 
after that, um, I got out, did a couple odd jobs, and then I went to the military. Ooh, a man that serves his country. Well, no, we I, like I, had, I, I had I had a drug problem, and then, one day, <laughs> and then one day I just decided, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing shit with my life. Like, I need to fucking, I need to get the fuck up and do something. I'm an extremist, so, you know what I mean? When I've always been fortunate where this thing clicks, right? Where things can go real dark. And, and in my life, you know, I, I've, I've made these decisions where I've gone real left, in, you know, and where I could have gone. And then there's always been something to kind of just snap me out of it. And uh, one day, yeah, I just decided, I was like, you know what? Let me get the fuck out of here. Let me join the military. Was Let the alehouse was the alehouse prior to the military? Or it after? was r- prior, r- literally prior to the military. You you had me fired from the from the alehouse. Did you know <laughs> that is not true? No, 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 no. Hold on a second. Let's elaborate on this yeah, for yeah, a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're working at the house before you go to the military. What? Uh, he had just finished uh, purchasing uh, a warehouse, and uh, he was converting this little garage into a studio. So I would go the on dungeon. my off time, the dungeon, and so I would go on my off time and bring like you know uh, carpets and shit, and help him just you know make it you know make this little studio his own, and we would make music together. Uh, he would play drums, I play guitar, and we would just jam out. And then one day we were just like we really wanted to jam out, and uh, I had to go to work, and he was like, "No, nah, man, just tell him that uh, your dog got ran over." <laughs> And for some reason, I called and I said, listen, my dog got ran over. But when I said it, I started laughing because he was looking at me. And and they could tell that I was lying. And they were just like, don't even fucking bother coming back. <laughs> you know? And oh, they were fucking God. going up on me. And then I was like, dude, you just got me what? fired. I was freaking out. And he was like, and then, All right, Danny, let's jam. Are we going to jam or not? Yeah, and he was yeah. like, yeah, let's just play music. And I was like, I might as Who's well. Who's buying the beer? Um, Shortly <laughs> after that, I decided I was going to go to the military. <laughs> but what was the other restaurant that you worked at that you were eating? <laughs> They caught you eating somebody's order in the, uh, in the fucking... What? What? <laughs> that uh, they had ordered a burger, and then the, they were like, where the fuck is David? <laughs> and he's inside, like, the storage closet eating somebody's <laughs> order. That was at the alehouse. <laughs> <laughs> that was at the alehouse. That was strike one. I don't care. That was that, that was, yeah, it was like a strike two. <laughs> <laughs> that was a strike two. I was, yeah. I so, mean, <laughs> so, so then you, you, you clean like I said, I used to be a dirtbag. So. so then you went to the military. I admit that. What, what branch? I was in the, I was in the United States Navy. Oh, I like how you said that. Nice. How was boot camp for you? you especially a character like you. Uh, boot camp was, uh, was interesting to say the least. Um, I had a chief that acted like he fucking hated me, but he actually just thought <laughs> I was really funny. But um, he would pick on me, man, and uh, I definitely had some unique experiences uh, going through uh, that that training and, uh, you know, being put away from everything you know and being put in a place where you don't know fucking anybody and it's a lot of fucking randoms. Did you ever get in in trouble? Yeah, yeah, I got in trouble um, in boot camp. I got in trouble... Uh, they had promised me... uh, My chief told me that if I I did good one week that he would give me a pizza party um, (laughs) on my birthday. And um, so my birthday comes... And uh, I was really excited. Everybody was like patting me on the back, saying, "Good job, Dave! You know what I mean? You did it!" And we're gonna get a fucking pizza party in the middle of a boot camp training. You know what I mean? And uh, sure enough, when you know the hour came, you know the pizza gets rolled in. But I saw there was only like three, lar- you know, three large pizzas. You know what I mean? And there was like four fucking petty officers that were like controlling us, and then there was like forty of us inside this, you know, division. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's enough pizza. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And they were like, as soon as the pizza came in, they're like, oh, get in the mountain climber position, which if you don't know, it's a, it's a, it's a brutal form of exercise. Uh, you get on your hands and knees and you pretend that you're climbing a mountain, essentially. 
And uh, we're like, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, I was appalled. <laughs> I was appalled. You know what I mean? This pizza was brought in, and then we were being put in the malaclimbing position. And um, sure enough, man, they just fucking, the petty officers just ate the pizzas while we just did mountain climbers and push-ups, right? I had a feeling that was coming. Yeah, and they were just laughing at us, but I got really upset about it. I was really, I took it personally because I thought that, you know, I knew that the chief didn't like me, but I also knew he kind of liked me. You know what I mean? So I thought he was made, like, it was a weird relationship and I really bought into, you know, the the bullshit story he sold me. And um, You really wanted your pizza. Yeah, I really wanted the pizza. (laughs) And so when he didn't, uh, you know, provide his end of the bargain. Um, and I was getting laughed at and shit on, you know, by all the other sailors and they were pissed at me and it was all my fault. Um, I made sure to get with the guy that was doing a watch duty that night to let me get out of my bunk. You know, I had given him some extra, let's say, a commodity, yeah. okay, you know, okay. <laughs> some, some extra things from the commissary. Some smokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he let me get up out of bed and I went into this little office that they had, right? And it was all bunk beds and it's an open floor plan, you know, so they could see. But there was a window there inside their office and they could see out into our floor plan where we slept. And I went into that office and I picked up the phone and I started, you know, trying to dial 1-800-COLLECT. I didn't know how to go about calling phone because I was pissed off and I said you know what? I'm going to call my abuela. I'm going to let her know that I'm doing okay. You know and then as I'm doing that I see somebody in front of me from outside of the window looking at me kind of giving me this signal like bro 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 and as soon as I'm looking at him and realizing what's happening I feel this hot air of breath in the back of my neck and he, I was just like, oh, fuck. And he went, Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, <laughs> and then I did like a 180 face, like I did like an about face is what you call in the military when you do a 180 spin. And I did an about face and I went, chief, you said I was going to get pizza and I could call. Like, I don't know. I, saw, I must have sounded like a fucking retard. You know what I mean? I must have sounded like a fucking child. But, you know, I was like, I was like six weeks into boot camp, dude. I was fucking like, <laughs> my mind, I was. How fucking, old were you at this time? I was, uh, I was like 19 or 20. And, oh, um, man, you were a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's if I'm getting my stories correct, but I if this is true, if if I'm recalling, because I have a couple friends that were in the military, I want to say this is your story because it's the best story I've ever heard about someone being in the military. Did you not get somebody a reputable a reputable person removed from the military when you went out on leave? Uh, yeah, I had gotten caught illegally crossing the 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 border of Mexico into San Ysidro, California, and I got arrested. And uh, the one of the people, since I was like a lower rank in the military, one of the people that were supposed to be supervising me, making sure that I was okay, you know, doing a chit, you know what I mean? Uh, they inadvertently, yeah, they had gotten in, in big trouble, but they had previous offenses. So when I got caught, you know what I mean? When I got caught illegally crossing the Mexican border... <laughs> I was a Cuban, <laughs> a Cuban American illegally crossing the Mexican border. Uh, yeah, when I got arrested for that, uh, they went ahead and uh, yeah, he we got both put on trial. I got put on extra duty, but he had a bunch of offenses before, and he ended up getting kicked out of the military. But he was also like, you know, he was why'd like, you want to? This cross is wait, this is border. still in the middle of boot camp. No, no, he's no, already, no, no. Oh, you were I, already I, stationed. I was already stationed in San Diego, and um, we, you oh, know, nice. Tijuana was this like uh, this misty area, this gray area, and only the rebels in the military would actually want to go to Tijuana. So naturally, so and naturally, naturally, <laughs> the extremist David, yeah, yeah, it got in with like some higher ranking officials that you know really you know that they you know que yo le caí bien, you know they they, they really <laughs> fucked with me, and uh, 
they decided to sign a piece of paper saying they were going to take responsibility of me in front of Tijuana, but they ended up losing me and abandoning me. <laughs> and I had to <laughs> illegally cross the border after like this fucking, you know, 12 hour debacle of, you know, just getting fucking rained on and shit on going through fucking, I guess, me- I don't know what you call them, Mexican favelas. <laughs> like oh like fucking God. going through like crazy areas. Like, you know, people this were like trying to get in. Yeah, oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, and it gets only better. I have to ask because that's who I am on this show. What sign are you? <laughs> I'm an Aries. Ah, I knew it. He's crazy. So then you did four years in the military. Um, I did like three, three and a half. I did mm. a, a special contract called National Call to Service, and um, I actually had gotten an extension. I was supposed to do 15 months active duty, and I asked for an extension because I was in the middle of a deployment. So I ended up doing around like three, three and a half years. Sweet, nice. And then you came back, and then um. And then I came back, yeah. I came back to Miami. And then you, you were still into the music. You were still trying to build your brand and everything. I had suffered from like like severe like 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 a mild form of PTSD. You know, I mean, it was when you, when you go in the military and you come back, it's it's this weird form of decompression because everything in the military is uh, what they call stupid proof, idiot proof. Um, they 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 just lay it out for you. You know, so you have this whole set schedule. And I'm not a hero by any means. You know, I went through three deployments. Um, you know, I I really. I can't say that I'm a hero. I've, I've, I have friends that I've lost out there. Um, you know, the ship that I was on, uh, they were, you know, we were basically a taxi cab for Marines. So I don't want to claim any form of valor. And when I say that I had, you know, a mild form of PTSD, it was just my own anxieties yeah, from being switched from this institutionalized. You know, institutionalized lifestyle for three years, you know, right, and then yeah. coming back into civilian life. And as a, you know, being an extremist in, in all of my emotions and everything that I do. Um, it was definitely something for me to battle, you know, and there are real, you know, real fucking heroes that, you know, I'm, I'm friends with to this day and brothers of mine that, uh, you know, really deserve that hero title. I'm not that by any means. Um, I'm a fucking guy that fueled airplanes. You know, I fueled airplanes on the flight deck, dude. That's what I did. So cool. that is the extent. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's I really pretty thought, cool. I thought That's I re- about it. You I know really what I mean? Thought, I really thought that when he said flight deck, it was going to spin you off into... You know, your favorite movie in the whole world. Oh, t- I, was, I was trying to play the uh, theme song right now, but, <laughs> you know, copyrights. But um. dun, 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 The plane is coming up. Dun, 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 <laughs> yes. Take my breath away. <laughs> Name the movie. Top Gun. There you go. Yeah. Kenny Loggins, that's the man. Again, Kenny, Kenny Loggins. Loggins. Oh, Jesus. God, so <laughs> and you guys were talking about some Loggins at the beginning <laughs> of this show. <laughs> so you got out of the military, you you continued with your music path, but then you started working at Mercedes, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the, uh, I was working at uh, Mercedes-Benz uh, before the military. Um, and uh, no, no, it was actually, I think it was after. Right after. It, it was right after. Because you, you got two good jobs because yeah. you were from the military. Yeah, yeah. So I got, you, you got know, no, and my cousin had worked there at Mercedes-Benz. And um, he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I bring my cousin on. And, you know, I, I, I have Muela. So I was able to kind of gift a gabby, you know, talk my way into that position. And it was they said that was going to be a porter, moving vehicles, right? But those motherfuckers would have me fucking washing cars all the goddamn time. And the fact that I had this title, it was really important to me at this age that I had this title of Porter. It's like, you can't have me as a car washer because that's an actual title at the at your company. So you, I'm a Porter or I'm a car washer, motherfuckers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but like, no. Nah, so I was real, like, like real strong about the fact that I was a Porter at that age. And, um, they, one day I, I was like, I was starting to like dislike the job, but they were paying me weekly. So on a Friday night I, I, I went out and I went into like, you know, club space and club, you know, I was, I was clubbing in those days and I was, you know, una noche de perrea. and, <laughs> um, 
I went ahead and I, I didn't sleep that night, you know, for whatever reason or not. I didn't sleep at all that night that I partied and I had to go straight into Mercedes work. I was so tired when I walked in. You know, the first thing they're telling me is like, oh, hey, by the way, you have to go into the parking garage, right? And on the third floor, you have to wash every fucking car on in the parking garage. Dude, I'm so hungover that when I walked in the parking garage, I mean, it was like over 60 cars. Oh, my God. 60, 70. And that was my task for the day. So wash it. And I, I, and I had access to all the keys, obviously, because I had to wash them, you know? And so I went and grabbed the keys to a G-Wagon, a real nice fucking big-ass G-Wagon. <laughs> and I opened the back door, and I fell asleep in the back in the cargo area. Man. Like where you put your groceries? Yeah, and I was story. super hungover. And so I was like, I just fell asleep. Yeah, where you put your groceries. And I, I, I had made sure to put the cargo cover. There's that little slide thing that you put in the cargo area. You know, the slide? <laughs> Boom. I put it on to cover me, right? Bro. I woke up and the car was fucking moving, right? And I hear like a family talking, you know, and they're like, and then I hear a salesman going, yeah, you know, it's got fucking, you know, zero miles of Obviously, you're you're buying a lifestyle. You're buying buying into a lifestyle. You know, you're the 1%. You know, he was throwing all this fucking, and I I go, oh my God, what the fuck? And then I hear this little girl go, daddy, you know, and what about, you know, fluffles? And I'm like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? And I'm like, you know, I'm like, trying to wake up from this fucking terrible hangover. I'm like, what's going on? On, and I bet you it was the best nap ever too, oh, right? My, it felt phenomenal. And then like, <laughs> and then I hear the ladies. She was like, "And our dog Fluffles. Uh, did you guys offer any accessory packages? You know that we can take Fluffles." And they're like, "Yeah, we got a dog cage that you can put back in the cargo area. I'll pull over in a few steps, so you know, a few blocks, and uh, I'll show you the cargo area." Oh I'm, no! I'm in the fucking cargo area, <laughs> and I'm really hungover, and I'm freaking out. I don't know what the fucking right decision is to do. So what I do is, in my mind, I'm like, "Well, let's just be honest." About you know what I mean? My mom said, just be honest in life and everything's going to work out. <laughs> My mom said it, so I'm fucking believing it. And I was like, you know what? So I removed the cargo area. And I stick my head out from the back of this oh SUV God. as this family's driving, right? And I go, hey, guys, don't freak out. Oh, no. The daughter, she goes, ah! Like, screaming, freaking out. You know, and the parent, the guy swerved, I remember. And I didn't know what to do, right? And this guy's in the middle of this fucking, like, you know, he's talking, trying to sell this car. And I'm in, you know, this, this drunk Cuban, you know what I mean, in the back of this car. So I didn't know what to do because there was an awkward side. Silence, and so eventually it just kind of slid back down and put the cargo seat over. <laughs> and I was like, like, I'm disappearing, yeah, guys. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna pretend, that, you know. And then eventually, like, they opened the back door, like, yeah. And he goes, "Get the fuck out," you know what I mean? Oh and, my God. and then I went to the manager's office. They obviously fired me, and <laughs> oh I fucking God. made my cousin. I made my cousin so look terrible. Dave, David's got the best getting fired stories. Cause then right that after be that, like a promo video. Oh no, That's I think we gotta do it. But then after he. He lies and he's now needs a job, and he says that he knows how to. Op- he has a forklift license to operate a forklift, oh, which I do now. By the way, I do now. <laughs> he's I legit do now. now. He's legit now. Certified <laughs> license forklift. Like I, you know, that is in my career, but I, I, I have it in my wallet. Hold on. Now, because who he works for, because he wants to correct it, make sure, hey. Look, he's showing it. <laughs> Show it to the live. There it is. There Walk it, is. it up to the front there. Hold on. Uh, hey, bro. Hold on. I'll take your word for it. Vehicle registration. <laughs> it's going through his. Oh, yeah, my God. I know I have my forklift license here. All right. It's good. I All believe right. it. Well, so right, well he, I am certified now. So he, at this time, tells his buddy, hey, I need a job. I just got let go from Mercedes. So he's like, hey, listen, 
Oh uh, my god. This guy, this guy that has this warehouse, a t-shirt printing company. He's like very pro military. Just tell him you're pro military, and if you have your license, go ahead. So there, there you go, David. Continue. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, I got in a, uh, basically, I was in charge of uh, shipping and receiving of this uh, t-shirt company. Uh, I think it was called like Cotton Something dot com, and basically they gave me a job, and I lied my way to get into there. And I said that I was like, you know, forklift driver certified and I was in charge of all the shipping and receiving. And basically there was um, there was like there was a swingers club or something like that, like um, like a swingers club. I don't I don't I don't know. It was like some fucking very vulgar thing. And then there was an actual like blood drive or cancer drive run thing that I was supposed to ship it out to. And basically I got the very vulgar orders uh, mixed up with the fucking cancer church drive fucking oh thing. God. And I had sent out to the individual things. And yeah, so they fired me right away, obviously. <laughs> and they told me to fuck off. And that was it. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Holy cow. Then, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've had I've definitely had an adventure of finding my career paths, but I have to say right after that point, um I really started getting serious about any job that I took and uh, I lasted. But you were a kid, bro. Yeah. yeah, at what point? Yeah, like at that point how old were you? I, I at that point I You're was maybe 22, yeah, 23. I was, you know. What, what I was bartending, you, you know, and then I started bartending. Well, and, you you, you worked at Raw. I worked at Raw Sushi. Ooh. Yeah, good times. That's where I met uh, my baby mama. God bless her. Your baby mama or your wife? My wife. Okay. My, yeah. Look into the camera. Should, yeah. Look into the my camera. wife. She's going <laughs> to kill me. She's going to kill me. She's going to kill me. I remember walking into Raw one day, and I'm with my wife, and um, we, we, I sit down, and I hadn't spoken to David. You know, you know like when you're long friends, you, you fall off on and on, whatever. So I see Dave at the bar. And he just looks at me and he's like, oh, and it was just like instantly, you know, when you talk to somebody with your eyes, like you catch up yeah. like two years of shit just by with a look. So Imagine goes, how I felt like a fucking loser with like a little raw apron <laughs> bartender. Well, you, didn't look like, you made me look like a champ because he comes. He's like, oh, and he walks over to me. He goes, what do you guys eat? Doesn't say what's up. Doesn't <laughs> say, what are you guys ordering? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Raw. Like we're getting some sushi, whatever. And he's like, what are you drinking? This guy has come fucking the entire night. I think we had like 15 sake. At one point, he was like, fuck it, I can't do this, but let's have a sake bomb together. He's doing the whole thing with the sake bombs yeah. with us at the fucking table. We're having sake. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that a, was a wild man. That was a wild man. It was a good time. So through your journey, then you, you pick up. Because I remember when we were playing in bands, like um, you, Dave was always the, the guy to make us look good. We could fucking play garbage, right? But he was always into the... Filming us, promoting us, like I was really into filming. Yeah, I would actually like that's what kind of led me into doing what I do now. Is that I realized, and I was humble enough to realize I wasn't really that fucking great at music. I wasn't anything special. I wasn't anything. I know I was real creative. I would write fucking you know cool yeah. songs you know to to myself, and I and I was good at it, but. I wasn't like spectacular. I wasn't the best. And music is a very saturated industry. And I realized that I was actually making more music to find a reason to film it afterwards. We were hanging out and I was more worried about like, yo, how are we going to look? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We would go to band practice and I'd be like, hey, let's film this. And unless he had, you know, uh, our guitarist for a band that me and him were in, he, you know, he, he worked for Sony. He works for Sony. And, you know, so he had access to a bunch of awesome equipment. And I would always, you know, that, that always enticed me. And I would always be like, let's just write fucking songs to like figure a way to film it and show the lifestyles that we were living at that moment in our times. You know what I mean? And um, that would have been a thing. I feel like people would have related to that. So then, what, how did you get into 
So dad filmed it. Well, dad filmed it. Uh, occurred actually. It was actually your mom and my mom, right? <laughs> it, I was going through that that separation I had sp- spoken about earlier, and I was at your mom's house because I was staying. You know, I was staying at the at the house that I grew up in, and um, I was at your mom's house, and they had made an offhand comment saying, "Oh, you know, uh, you did Nicole's wedding. Look at these videos, David. You should really get back into the video stuff. You're really good at that." And that's actually an early seed of what planted the whole dad filmed it thing. You know what I mean? It really was. And I wanted to recognize it here on the show. Was that your mom's house? Your mom and my mom hyping me up. You know what I mean? Like moms do. You know? Oh, you are just inc- You're the best. These fucking videos. Oh, my God, David. It's it, it it's, sounds, it's unreal. It your talent. It sounds like the two moms, by the you way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's <laughs> unreal how fucking talented you are, David. You, you should really think about it. And I was just like. Yeah, I should. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I should. And um, in that time, like I said, so I, I was I was put in a position where I was like, man, how do I excel forward in life? How do I fucking you know get myself out of this situation that I'm in? You know, I thought I had it all, and I don't. You know, like uh, you know, I, I thought I had all these. And with zero dollars, with zero this- fucking dollars, I was sta- I was staying in a tiny room with a mattress on the floor. You know what I mean? I have pictures of it. It's it's fucking. It was it's kind of Dep- sad. You depressing. Know is depressing, man. You know what I mean? And I'm a 30-something-year-old guy. You know what I mean? Like, what the, with a daughter? So I started filming fucking videos, right? I, I didn't have any money. So I saved up $300, and I bought a DJI Osmo f- Pocket. A DJI Osmo Pocket is a tiny little handheld camera that shoots 4K capabilities, is able, you know, and it's stabilized motion. It looks like a little pen. It's una pluma that you connect your phone into. And it's kind of fucking embarrassing to go out and sell yourself as a videographer, and that's your only piece of equipment is a little pencil that you connect a phone into, you know, but I was determined. And, um, but I knew that I was like, I knew I had to touch base. You had the eye. I had the eye and I knew that I had the execution by that point. Right. Cause I was already like, you know, really interested in filming cool videos of my daughter. That's where the whole dad film edit name comes from. And I was just making these cool fucking videos of my daughter. And you by know, the way, it's a play on effects. words. It's not, it's not dad it, filmed it or dad film edit. Cause it's you know, all, it's all the same thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. I see what you I did didn't there. even think that. Yeah, Clever. I didn't even notice. Yeah. And um and so but I knew that the only way that I would be able to make, you know, an impression, you know, off of these skills that I've been, you know, honing in was to reach out to the community. You know what I mean? And then, you know, I, I started watching these YouTube videos about like how to get clients as a videographer. And a lot of them said just to do shit for free. And I was like, Fuck it, I'll do something for free. Like, who gives? It? I'm doing it for free anyway for my daughter. Talk to like, Jose, the camera guy. He's man, on the podcast. I know. I'm listening to him talk, and I'm like, you are like, you're triggering me. Like, I, it's I'm married to a videographer who works for himself. Exactly. And he's been doing Brother. it for the past like few years, and it's fucking hard. Man. It's hard, but man. It's hard. It's grind, man. You gotta fucking being grind. In, being and lots of paying your dues. Like, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I you have imagine. to so I, the time I, and put in your time. I realized I was looking online, and I saw an online post one day of somebody wearing a shirt that said neighborhood legend, Kendall. And I went, what the fuck is that? Neighborhood <laughs> le- That's something, you know what I mean, that I had always wanted to be. I never, like, dreamed of, like, wanting fame. That's why I was always in bands. I never dreamed of wanting fame on some national or international level. I just always wanted to be fucking known for and, my talents on, in a local level. <laughs> uh, I did. I always want. I always Kendall said fame. it. And so that that sure really struck something to me. And then I, I researched who we came from, and it was a, it was a, it was a community-based um I would say just platform. It's not just a clothing brand or a cigarette brand. Is it's that um Kendall, not Kendall, Kendall Supply? Supply. Kendall yeah, Supply. They have like the San Francisco logo. It kind of looks like the San Francisco it giant. Kind logo. of, yeah, yeah, with the K and the S yeah. and the Kendall Supply. 
and I really, really, really dug what this person had built, right? So his name, t- his name is Kareem. His so what is, is that? What, what, is, he, what are they he's about? He's basically a platform for the community, and um, he, he makes clothing, right? Showcasing the small suburb in Miami. And it's not just a suburb. When you think suburbs, you think... Like suburbia? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but Kendall is, you know, it's, it's its own fucking place. It's, its, own, it's a real... And this guy was, you know, making it cool because, you know, in, in the hip hop scene and in the general outlook of what Kendall, my community, where I grew up in was, it's kind of like, oh, fucking Kendall, you know. And he was like, he was trying to make it fucking like cool because it's true. It is cool. Like, I'm from fucking Kendall. I'm cool. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? What's like, wrong with Kendall? Th- yeah, there's nothing fucking wrong with Kendall. Like, I, I like tacos and tattoos was like my favorite restaurant at the time. Why not? You I know, do love tacos you know? And, and I'm tattoos. like, and I'm like, yo. Like th- th- these, like Kendall's fucking cool. You know, we're just we're undiscovered in the sense of you know, you know, like we, we didn't have a bunch of fucking shit going down in Miami the way it was like in Winwood and shit like that. Like, but we're an unknown artistic hub. We really are. And and some great fucking celebrities and some great talents have come out of my community, and I feel proud of it. And I feel proud. And I was really fucking into the fact that this guy had built this platform, right? Showcasing Kendall talent, creating Kendall clothing, and making it fucking epic, right? And I respected the fuck out of it. I respect of his creative approach, his creative direction, and his marketing techniques to get there, because it fucking in, you know it got me. How'd, it got so me. how'd you link up with him? I fucking DM the fuck out of him, bro. <laughs> I DM the fuck out of him, and he was fucking cool enough to respond back, and always on a professional rhythm. But it was never like, oh, like, mm-hmm. like you're cool, or you know what I mean, like. But eventually, did you have to give him a hand job? I, nah, dude. That's we, don't. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we're don't. We're not gonna disclose that now. We're not gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> no, no, that's nothing to talk about. Nah, man, this <laughs> guy is a real guy, and he. Fucking no, I understand, but so are hand jobs. They're real too. Yeah, no, that. Uh, no, no, uh, okay, okay. Well, uh, I get it. I saw the wink. I saw the wink. We'll talk about that off. No, nah, it's nothing to talk about. But um, <laughs> yeah. So like, I reached the fuck out of him, and uh, he 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 said he was having an event at a restaurant called Tacos and Tattoos on the on on Cinco de Mayo. Of uh, 2019. And at this point, you've just you've just I, been a guest at Tacos and Tattoos. I've just been a guest. You're I, a huge I would go part with my mom. of them now. Is, now, yeah, to. man, you know, but and you it. know, they, they they've allowed me to be, you know, and so that, that's I, from Jay and Avi and the whole Tacos crew. You know, God bless you guys. Uh, you know, shout out Tacos and Tattoos. It's the greatest. It's, it's a great spot. La Taqueria del Barrio. This is the fucking spot of Kendall, and um, I'm really proud to be a part of what they've built. I've I'm I'm only you know what I mean I'm only um, a piece of the puzzle a piece of that very intricate puzzle and you know I'm so very humbly you know no I get it no, absolutely them. but it, but to, I, to, to stop you for a second but that's that's what's amazing about the art world right and it doesn't matter podcast band clothing line tattoo artist taco shop um, or well, just food the idea. is art art the the creation I, of anything is art you know what I mean I'm into you know I'm and into, but art art once you once somebody like this guy from Kendall Supply, Kendall Supply, right? Yes. Once he recognized, okay, this guy's DMing me, and we're gonna get back into that. But the the art community, they kind of all watch out for each other. And there's two sides of it. There's haters to it, like yo, you're, you, like there's people that we that pay, probably don't want you to link. They don't want you to be successful. But there's, I would say the majority of people really look out and they want you to like, let me help you build you. Cause you are helping me build me, and you guys—it's—it's it's a collective. Yes, man. So anyway, so I went out there that one day that he invited me to tacos and tattoos, and I filmed uh, the video 
And um, I did. I spent all night. I stayed up to four in the morning with editing. your pen, with the pen, with, with the pen, with the pen. And I was calling myself a professional videographer. And uh, with the pen, I was going out there for free. You know, with my phone connected, and um, I stayed up to four in the morning that night. I had to work at seven at my nine to five the next day. But I stayed up to four editing the video because I wanted to impress them on my toner turnover. You know what I mean? I wanted to give them something real dope. I knew I had a bunch of processes in place as far as my editing techniques were concerned. But I really wanted to like show them also, man, you could get the highest industry standard, you know what I mean, on a quick pace. You know what I mean? I wanted to go above and beyond, you know what I mean? That's actually a Land Rover trademark <laughs> term. <laughs> above and beyond, Land Rover. But, you know, it, um, it's, it's something I, you know, I, I decided to execute. And they were fucking impressed. And they were fucking happy with it. And they fucking loved it. And it got great fucking interaction. Wait, is that, was that the, um, so the, uh, the big taco and tattoo, like this, car show or something that they would have monthly yeah uh was that was that the event that you went to uh no 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 no. that that event was just something that was getting started when i had started working with them and uh, they invited me out um and it would be random jobs or whatever but i'd be hanging out with you know the owner jay 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 cruz and his brother abby who's also the owner and uh, his family is basically his whole family um and uh it's a family-run restaurant and um, they would be inviting me out, and I wanted to start it. I started realizing that this guy wasn't just a guy, you know, who owned a restaurant with a cool name like Tacos and Tattoos. He was creating edible art. He was an artist. And the way that he would curate his restaurant, the look and the aesthetic of his restaurant, the way that he would curate his food and take the time to, you know what I mean, make it in, in the style that he made they it They started in. at the smaller spot, too. And a smaller yeah. spot, and they've grown exponentially. And in College Park. Right now, yeah. yeah. Before they, even that. I can't even speak on the stuff that, you know, they're, they're, that's about to unfold for them. You know, I'm, I'm not in any position to do that. They're, they're on their way I, up. But, man, they have, they have some big, big things happening and coming real soon. And I'm talking about, like, legendary status where, you know what I mean, it's, it's going to be in competition with... Taco Bell. No, like Flanagan's and stuff oh, like okay. that. Oh, nice. Good. Yeah, no, no, they're a sports bar. You know, they're marketing Good for them. Around. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm talking about they're they, expanding they, locations they do, they and do franchising. They do music, right? They, huh? At one point. At the yeah, no, they still do. They still do. Uh, occasionally, you can go by there, and they'll have mariachis, you know, popping off. They, no, but they, 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 they have bands. bands. They have bands mariachis. playing yeah. there. Molly they're all about art, man. Oh, yeah? But you know what, man? I'm really happy for them. Uh, I mean, Toggles and Tattoos, shout out Toggles and Tattoos, shout out J. Cruz, shout out Avi, shout out everybody from over there, man. Shout out Kendall Supply, shout out Kareem. You guys, you know, uh, I'm having this interview because of you guys. I have to say that. Yeah, well, to. no, you're also, no, no. And I more importantly, yeah, I was going to say, big, you know, I'm, I know I'm really happy for Tacos so far, but they, they've opened the doors that have provided me the opportunities like well, let's this. Well, not, let's, not, let's, not let's not turn a blind eye to the fact of. You're talented. Your grind. Not you're talented, yes. Oh, well rounded. But your your talent can take you as far as your grind and your grind takes it from there. Uh, right? You yes. you sacrificing yourself, your sleep, your family, um, everything that you have, you know, including up to and including your nine to five that you have, you know. Uh you, you go do a shoot, whatever the case may be, and then you go home and, and you deal, handle, live with your family, your daughter. And then you, what happens? The lights go down, everybody's down, and it's time to go to work. Yeah, a right. Thousand percent. So I, I feel you because we all. all yeah, of no, us, I just wanted it. Like I'm, I'm real humble in that sense. All of us, I mean? not but kudos, credit kudos to you. But you, you know what? I appreciate that. No, I, I agree. With credit that is due. Credit is due to you too, man, because you've been you've been hitting it. And you've I was been I was presented opportunities. Opportunities only. Well, no life. handouts. Life is opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just try to make the best of it. Seize you know the I mean? day, bro. Carp DM. Well, that's just something that we talk about a lot on this show with like yeah. local artists and local business owners. Like, 
people who have actually taken the time to pursue their craft or their passion, it always kind of hits close to home for us because all of our free time we're doing this. So good for you. And those hard moments in between, like I like I said, like I I've they're paying seen off. That they're paying off. I've now. seen the progress of that, like in my own life. And I mean, I don't not that I'm yeah. by any means a videographer, but like my only advice to you being in the realm of it is just like don't ever detour yourself or let any situation or, or gig make you not yeah. want to do what you want. Off do. off the offline, man. Once we're done here, you need to talk to the. Uh, you're you're also we're presenting you an opportunity here because you get to talk to the. Owner, creator, and manager of Hungry Ants Media. <laughs> Hungry Ants Media, by the way, big shout out to Hungry Ants Media. That's yeah, right. big shout out. Hungry Ants. Hungry Ants. the camera guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice Hold little on. winky. <laughs> Love him. Oh <laughs> Good looking. If you if you had to tell if you hey first thing that came to your mind right now who does he look like or tiene el aire go besides Jesucristo um who celebrity would you. A celebrity? Mm-hmm. And you can't say Johnny Depp from Chocolate. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's way that's too Danny, specific. That's Danny's. Um, he has a little bit of idea that Robert De Niro. Yeah. G- give, me a sad, <laughs> give me a sad mouth. Like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It. You saw it. You saw it. What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> so are, do you have, um? so pretty much now dad filmed it. Has been uh, music videos, uh, yeah. creative direction, creative okay, so content creation you for started restaurants. Like with your your daughter. Yeah, with my daughter, and eventually people were like, "Damn, man!" Like, wow, you're imag- really good at that. Yeah, imagine like he, what, what he could do on uh, if he's doing videos like that for his daughter. Imagine what he could do for our business. And it was yeah, just it was just level, everyday life definitely. with but dad. I have to, I have to say, it was part luck starts. because you know my style and my aesthetics, you know, are real like you know off left. They're off kilter. They're you know they're different. You know, um, it's not it's not conventional by any means in the way that I present anything. It's kind of like a MTV old Nickelodeon yeah. style like effects. Like I like I like that. You know what I mean? I like that weirdness, but um, I have to say it was luck in the sense that I would met somebody, you know, through Kendall Supply, like the owners of Tacos and Tattoos, uh, because their restaurant and their whole mindset is very left, and you know what I mean. And like my style really has been able to grow in the in the in the boundaries that they've allowed me, you know, to work for them, you know. And I've you know, but you've been doing it. music videos now. I've been doing lots of music. And videos. how'd you link up with all these people? Right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So you so so like I I I don't post. You know, uh, the content that I create for, you know, the, the commercial, you know, businesses that I, you know, that I work with and for. Because um, they post your work. They, they post the work and, it's, you know, they paid for it. So they're branded content. I've created it. You know what I mean? I've helped create it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they post it. It's theirs. And I would never by any means ever, you know, insinuate that I have that right. You know what I mean? I always ask before and anybody that's worked with me can testify for that. I don't just post shit for clout. I don't. I always ask. I go, hey, would you mind if I posted this if I felt like I needed to want to post something for my own marketing, you know, whatever. But um, as far as music videos and stuff like that, rappers would just start hitting my DM because I would post these videos of my daughter. And uh, they would be like, damn, like, what the fuck? Like, you know, why don't you create something for me? And so I started off on real low budgets, almost free. You know what I mean? $100 music videos, $300 music videos, like just doing shit what I could. And um, I was an absolute nobody. I didn't have the respect, you know, I I didn't have shit. So, I, you know, and um, I still have that mentality to this day. Like, I feel like tomorrow I cannot have shit. So I just approach everything 
like, you know, my life's on the line because that's how I felt at the moment when I began this journey of dad filmed it in the tiny little room with a mattress on the floor. I felt like my life is on the fucking line. And just because my life doesn't feel close to what I was feeling when I started it, I know that it could take a fucking, you know, snap of a finger to get back into that position. And uh, that's not anything I take for granted. So I'm just going fucking hard. So I was to take these $100 music videos, film four to five hours, not see my daughter, you know what I mean? And then edit for 12 hours, you know, nonstop, you know, to fucking hopefully put out what I thought was a good piece of content. And um, and it was hopefully, you know what I mean? And um, at least to the artists that I gave it to, they, well, I'll they tell thought you, so. And the, within the last year, you know, I do a, what is it, like social media creep? Like I, <laughs> I, I IG creep, right? Yeah. So like we, we haven't really been on a day-to-day that we talk to on a day-to-day recently, but, you know, I, I keep, we keep tabs, and I, that's how we, we were talking about you, because Ox knows you forever, you know, yeah. you've known Ox and stuff, so when I was telling him, yo, dad filmed, and kind of, it's cool to hear the story, because I only see it from the outside in, right, and it's important for people to hear the grind and what you go through, because some people just appreciate that, and that just shows, you're not just getting this this content like everybody thinks like hey you're gonna ca- put it in a camera i think maybe Jose the camera guy could could agree people expect hey you film it and wow this product wow, it looks great and they don't know the work that goes in behind it the blood the sweat editing. and tears the editing yeah, yeah, the yeah. editing's and, the and worst also part it's the artistic eye that you have right because you may see something like when we work with Jose the cameraman on these stupid green screen videos that we do right <laughs> but he'll tell us hey Let's let's film it like this because you have the eye. You're you're really we have an idea. You capture the idea and make the yeah. audience experience the idea. Yeah, my oh, shit. That sounded great. <laughs> A thousand God. Percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. That uh, is the art behind it, essentially. You yeah. know, it is. It is. It is. And uh, the, the the whole thing was is that there's so many great artists in Miami right now. It's absurd. Is that difficult for you? Like. In it's this so business, absurd. So saturated. So, it's not even sad, but it's saturated in a good way. There's so much fucking So how do you talent. compete? You have, it's a, I feel like it's a I'm business. Not, I'm not in competition with anybody. Like, I, I, feel, I feel sometimes insecure, and I feel sometimes maybe an inferior to someone else's edit on a particular type of job, you know, and if, especially if it's a local artist that I know, you know what I mean? And by this time... If you're a local creator, you know what I mean? I've either met you or I follow you on Instagram. Like, you know what I mean? Because I, I, I want to see what, you know, not the competition, but I want to see what the other people out there are doing in my local field. So, I, you know, but I have to say there's so much fucking time. It's super saturated, you know. And, but, but running it as a business, my, running it it's, as, it's, it's difficult. So my, my question to you is, do you ever get, like, if you were to give me advice right now and I tell you, hey, D, I'm, I'm getting into this editing thing and I kind of want to, I think I'm good. I think I'm okay. And I'm going to start charging people or whatever. Like what advice would you give somebody starting off in this that has the same dream that you did? Because it is, it's, it's very intimidating for somebody starting off and I want to make a business out of this. I want to, what do I do? Because like you said, there are so many, so many, it's very sad. So what would you, what would be your advice? Artists and creators out there. Um, my advice would be go on fucking YouTube, okay, <laughs> and just put in the fucking time. Like, go on to YouTube. Like, we're in 2020 right now. If you want to do something in this life, it doesn't have to be video creation. It doesn't have to be content creation. It doesn't have to be fucking doing a podcast. But I guarantee you there's somebody out there in whatever path that you've chosen that has made a vlog on it. 
and it's, it's speaking about his or her path towards that fucking, you know, end result of them mating, making that vlog towards whatever career path it is. There's no fucking excuse. You go to Google, you go to, you know what I mean? And you have to live and you learn. And my whole thing is to just do, do. I, 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 I only had $300 at one moment in my life, you know what I mean, to my name, and I spent it all on, you know what I mean, a little, a little pen camera that was capable of shooting 4K. But I knew that I had to do something, and so I just did. I my, my daughter had field trips. I would go on her field trips, and I'd make videos of her field trips. She had her first day of school. I fucking made a video of her first day of school. Well, when we had a 4th of July... I made sure that we did a 4th of July video together. You know what I mean? And, I, and, they, and they all look like fucking Hollywood productions. You know what I mean? And it was because of that. So, you know what I mean? It was just like I had to do it. I, um, had, I had to go on these you, things. Because your heart was in it. I, I'm wanted. obsessed. I'm obsessed with what I do. I can't. I mean, this What's is my with calling. Videographers, videographers are so obsessed uh, with what how, they do. Um, beyond it's obsessed, beautiful. I'm how? fucking in no, listen, love. I feel like I found my purpose in life. So I tell him all the time, like it's. For me, like being kind of like a jack of all trades, I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's it's kind of awesome to meet oh, somebody so who is. This is a nine to five. Post production is where I feel like that's where my time gets taken away. I don't know about you, but post production, it's not about the execution of it. This is actually the, like the fun part. You know what I mean? Setting it up because you feel like you feel like a kid in a toy store. You're like, oh, I'm setting this up. I got this clean, and you already have these processes as a videographer. You're like, you know, I give a fuck about my equipment, so I'm gonna make sure I wipe this, and I'm gonna get. <laughs> this right here and this is where this needs to be and this is fucking fun and this is how you think about it as a videographer right you do it you do it you know you do internally you go through that and you go this you is fucking great sound like the and same you're person. screwing it you're screwing the fucking the, the monitor and you're going wow this is so fucking tight but you know what let me not put it too tight because I give a fuck about my equipment I'm a professional you know you say this shit to yourself because you're convincing yourself every fucking day that you're a professional because you're doing a creative fucking job you know what I mean it's not there's no such thing as a creative you know Corporate, like fucking, like I don't know, like where I come from, anyways. Like I never thought I could be, do be creative and be myself on some corporate type level where I'm making, you know, like six figures or something like that. You know, so like to me, it's like you know, so like you have to always it's say like guerrilla warfare. Yeah, so you tell yourself I'm a fucking professional, and it's like I don't know how many music videos. My first music video shoot on the fucking Bluma. Could you imagine? You know how embarrassing that was to get a fucking. You're on. You're around, though. You're around. Listen, so, I, <laughs> yeah, hold on. I, I, can only pick, I can only envision this. So, yo, what's up, man? Yo, I got dad filmed it. They're going to come and do our music video. Yo, yo, all right. All right, cool. Where's he at? No, he's coming in right now. And then fucking David walks in with a little pen. Yo, what's up? I'm, da I'm David from Dad Filmed It. Yo, what's up, man? I'm Straight Wiz. Yeah, I'm Straight Wiz. Who the hell's Straight Wiz? It's, it's my it's my rapper. I will it's tell you. Rapper, I will tell you. Name. I went. I went to. Uh, Can I finish my scenario? Okay. <laughs> how does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel? So how does it feel? I'm so sorry. You cut everybody off. I'm I'm completely like, out of it. I lost. I was in a moment, and you lost. You yeah, fucking so fucked sorry. me up. So yo, I'm Straight Wiz, man. What's up, dog? Yo, yo, yo. I got I got David here. He's gonna go film me, dog. Cause I kind of talk like Snoop, but I'm not Snoop. But I'm straight whiz, you know? Hey, yo, Kendall Dave, Snoop. can you go ahead and get the shot? Where's your equipment? Yeah, I got it. It's right here. 
like that must be intimidating when you show up and they're expecting like, yo, I got a video guy coming in and you show up with a pen. In the and now days you have to was. throw your dick in out and shit. In the early days it was. It's all about the edit, the post-production. The post-production. The and that's what I would sell. You know what I mean? I would sell my post-production capabilities and I'd be like, and I would warn them, you know, ahead of time because I knew you go up to a fucking place and you have a little pen that you connect your phone into and you say, hi, I'm your professional videographer that's going to make you a movie. But I would make them fucking movies. Because well, it doesn't take, you know, you just got to make sure and post. But you did shit too, like you did uh, my sister's wedding, which was back phenomenal. in the day. Yeah, and I also did, I also did weddings with a company called Sp- uh, Spread Spread the Love Photography. So and were you gonna say spread big, the legs? <laughs> spread the no, spread the love photography. They <laughs> gave me a big opportunity. I was filming weddings for them, and that's kind of like you know when I f- first got to start like in videography. But that was years before, man. You know, so when your sister asked me to do her wedding, I was like, all right, I'll do it. I wasn't dad filmed it. I wasn't, you know, this entity and this brand and uh, concept that I am. It's now. let me tell you, it's really handy to have a videographer around. Oh, I That's knew you were going to go do, there. You do home I knew videos. you were going to go there. You do home videos. No, wait, have you done I knew you were going to go there. You no, I haven't. I haven't. Have you, you know done what? a porno at You want to know what? Why do you have to go there? You know, let's go there because now I feel some type of way about it. Not only has he, ha- does po- he have it, the, yeah experience in that. Oh, yeah, by the way. he's a videographer. Hungry Ants used to produce and film porn. Yeah. But yeah. you know, and edit your yeah, video and and fun fact about Hungry Ants Media, they have a Hungry Ants Media wedding as well. So. Could you imagine a dad filmed <laughs> it porn? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. No, but like imagine with all the effects. Well, hold and on, shit. I got no, the, the, no, never, never. I'm not gonna interrupt My again. My point being is, I've never, we've never done that, and I feel. Are like you gonna do it now? No, I mean like, and maybe he hates me. Yeah, I, no, I, so now what do you think? Jose's gonna be setting up the cameras, like David explained. I'm the camera. It's my baby. I'm gonna do it because I'm having a fucking good time and. Yeah, and I'm going to tighten exactly. up the screw, but not so tight because I care about my equipment. And then Diva's going to be like, what is going on here? <laughs> oh, are we setting up like for like a like a proto shoot? I've always I thought that would be like a great and action. Great, I, I always thought that would be like a great company. Like, hey, uh, <clears throat> ready? You ready? <laughs> and action. Action. Hey, uh, hey, Ox. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah. I got us a gig. Sweet. Where so are we going? I, I got the uh, Rodriguez family. They uh they want us to film an at home porn, and oh I've always thought like, is that legal? Why not? Like, imagine if you're getting intimate. And I guess. Seen. Okay. Uh, imagine <laughs> if you're. That was um, the shortest. That was the that shortest was, clip ever. Yeah. But like, why can't <laughs> so you? So happy I don't have to play a girl. Why can't you? Um, like I, I I foresee this coming in the future. I foresee and correct me if I'm wrong. Those are the camera guys. <laughs> you're wrong. There's gonna be a couple that's gonna say, hey, listen. We're not swingers. We're not anything. I love the shit out of my wife. I want to fuck my wife on camera. Uh, I don't want to see it. I don't think it's going to happen. You're not going to film it. I don't he think it's going to happen. He is not going to film it. Because that is so, it is so no. taboo. I'm and not so saying that he's not going to film it, but I'm going to say gonna that it probably, if it doesn't exist already, but it's going to exist soon. But no, why would they do What's it? If up, you can get a, Do your Sorry. own porn. If you can do, if you can put just a, film you your can own set up a tripod, you can set up a tripod and put your cell phone. Yeah, but I want the angles. I want the angles. So you put up two, so you he put wants up two it to cell phones. Guys, like, guys like me that have guys not like small penises, but not large penises, <laughs> I gotta, um, they want, you, I gotta, it's all about the angle. Hold <laughs> to the camera guy. All right, it's all about the angle. He knows about that for sure. You I can make my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a gun. You. Right, David, I got a question for you. It's going to be a, not a multi part, but I got a couple parts of it. Okay. Yeah, talk to me. How old are you? I am 33. Okay, 33 years old. If you can go back. Oof. Now we're getting deep. Yeah. I want to I wanna take it because it, this, oh, man. Can we this is the part of the before? show. This is the part of the show. What is this? Oh, thing? yes. 
What is this? Sorry, Sean. Oh, this is Jameson. Jameson. No, but look at this. You Thanks, want you love Jameson. Danny's the one that cut you off. I just want you to know. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't and look at you. And look at you. I'm a lady. Hey, I just got a comment saying that your laugh is funny. Oh, like a bad funny? Is or it like bad a good funny? funny? Said it's a piece of Con- shit funny. No, contagious <laughs> funny? Oh, no. Kidding, I have a parrot No, nah, it's a good sometimes. funny. It's All a right. good thing. Here we go. Voice. You're 33 good, years old. If you can go back to your 19-year-old self. Uh-huh. You, David. 19-year-old self? At 19. <laughs> at 19, he was getting fired at Alehouse. Signing up for the military. At, and I was already in the military <clears throat> at 19. At 19. Okay, I then. turned 21 while I was on deployment. Wow. I'm not gonna take a, boat. I'm not gonna take away your I'm not gonna take away your military status. By the way, thank you very much for serving this country. Fuck off. Much appreciated. And we support and we support we support we support that on this show. I yeah. appreciate but, it. And so yeah. do I. I appreciate it. So you got out of the military at what? 21, 20, 23? Yeah. Okay, so if you're you're thirty three, if you can go back ten years and you can talk to your twenty three year old self, what would you tell him? What advice would you give him? What advice would you give yourself? <gasps> this is a Brad Paisley song. Is it? I love that song. What Sorry. would you tell him? What would you tell yourself <laughs> to make? I don't Dude, know. Dude, I would say. What I, would you I, tell him? I'm curious. I, I, I'd be like, yo, Dave, Dave, look at me. Look at me. No, I said, look at me, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> look at me. Okay, okay. Are you looking? Are you looking? Look, stop eating shit. <laughs> stop doing drugs. Okay? okay. okay. Clean Fo- your nose. It, it, focus on what the fuck you need to focus on. You know, you already fucking know you're the fucking man. You're just, you're too fucking scared to fucking show it. And that's it. And that's what I was, man. You know what I mean? And that's the mentality I have right now. I feel like I'm the fucking man. You know, and, I, and I'm, I'm here to execute and do a job at the best of my abilities. And I'm trying to learn more and more every day towards it. And that's in towards every aspect of life. You know what I mean? Towards being a father. Towards uh, being a content creator. Towards being an artist. I'm just trying to fucking keep on building, keep on moving forward. And I wasn't doing that. And it took me, you know, a long time to realize that, you know, this mentality that I have now. You know, that's what was holding me back all those years. And and I would just change my, my, my thought process. I would explain it to myself in a way, you know, that I would understand that, hey, look, you know how you always have those switches? You know, hey, I'm going to give you an early switch. You know, it's not going to come that's, in later. That's I'm gonna exactly. You, that, I'm was gonna answer, that, that was the answer that I was hoping for. Yeah. Part two of the question. Would you change <laughs> anything you've done thus far? I, I would, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have I started, I started um, as soon as I had gone out of the military. I would have started. I would have saved the money. I would have bought a camera back then. You know what I mean? But, you know, like, yeah, you life can't. is what it is. Exactly, like, hey, yeah. you know, I had to experience a bunch of shit to realize, man, you know, like, creating art, you know, bringing art to a community and bringing art, you know, to the world, you know, it, it, it's a full-time thing, and, and you have to just fucking go it's, at it hard, man. I, me, because I'm not... You have to find your own creative. vision. You have to go through 10 years. I went, I, you know, I, I say that I started this two years ago, but I've been doing this for 10 years. You know what I mean? I bought my first Canon camera. You got camera. serious two years you ago. You know what I mean? I got serious about what the fuck I wanted to do two years ago. You know, so. And, and, and like now, again, somebody who's not creative in the sense that you are, um, it's so easy to push creativity now with social media and the internet, but it's so hard because there's so much of it. Yeah. So it's now it's, just believing in yourself. It's believing in everything that you're doing. Um, are you down? Yeah. Are you? Uh, okay. Yes. That's it? That's it? <laughs> yes. All right. So take your pants off quickly. Uh, <laughs> not joke, joke. Um, we, we're going to put, we're, we're putting together a hangout hour show. We want to, our, our coming out show, right? Because we still have yet to do it due to COVID. Um, there's a lot of things that we're celebrating. We're obviously celebrating the, 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 
the eye candy in the room, our beautiful new partner, which is which is Diva. Thank that you. was impressive, dude. Which is Diva. Uh, she, you know, as you know, she joined the show about like what three months ago. Diva, three months. Oh, what's our an- what's our killing anniversary? It, killing it. Killing I don't it. know. The moment she joined, it really took off. Like for us on the show, when Ox and I started it, we're like, hey, you know what? We're clowns. Let's start doing this. Like let let's just talk. And we were talk. We we spoke to you actually on a conference call. Like, yeah. hey, what are we gonna do? And you said, shut the fuck up and press record. Right? Remember? I said, fucking just create, man. Just just shut do the it. fuck up. And then once we, we 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 matched up with Diva, she's been. She's the mama bear of the show. She's been awesome. She's the yeah, even yeah, kill. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, brings yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I agree a thousand percent. I, and, and I have to say, guys, you know, I watched you from that very first phone call um, when Danny had reached out to me. And he wasn't like, you know, he didn't need me for anything in a sense, like, you know, of, you know, of like, oh, hey, you know, I need your help on this. But he, he had relayed to me that he wanted to start a podcast. And um, I just told him, I go, hey, man, you know, just think about it like as a TV show. Think about it as a format, create a format, create conversation pieces, create little notes beforehand. And more importantly, just shut the fuck up and talk, you know, and I it was like, <laughs> it's oxymoron, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. but you get it. But you're down. It. But are you down, though, to play? Uh, so I want to do a hangout hour show. But what do you think? What do you mean, down to play what? Down to play hey, what? You didn't let me finish. <laughs> Why don't we get the gang back together and do oh like a, a little versus Verdi? Dad filmed <laughs> it. Molly takedown. We all fucking performed somewhere. Uh, and we talk shit. I'm with it. I, I will never say no to creating or showcasing art. Oh, you're, that was so that was nice. Really nice that was so that was a really nice answer. Very like, make a shirt. That was so good. That was very Look at you being an adult. Look at you, Look at you being an adult. Trying, <laughs> so, just to uh, review everything, you know, Dave, first of all, I think I could speak on the behalf of all three of us. Um, we definitely want to acknowledge and congratulate you on who you are, what you've come from, you know, and where you are now, and I the, appreciate the grind and the grit that you have, overcoming adversity, and basically, it's just yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't be in the position I'm in today. You know, I shouldn't be you know about to move with a beautiful wife and a beautiful daughter, um, with a golden doodle at home and <laughs> fucking you know making you know really good money making art. You know what I mean? I shouldn't be in this position. Mm-hmm. I should be in jail. I should be dead. Um, I should be in one of those types of situations. I should or a Mexican jail for that matter, or, 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 or a Mexican prison. <laughs> very fucking, very, very touche, Ox. Yeah. So touché. you know what I mean. I shouldn't be in the position I am now. I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for you all for having me, and um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm grateful to see the growth that you guys are doing because I, I I really don't think that this is like a competition thing in creativity. The only competition you have is yourself, as cheesy as that sounds. And so I get excited at seeing growth even in my direct competition and direct videographers that work with me and are trying to get the, maybe the same clients. Um, I see When I see growth and I see growth, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I'm repeating myself. But when I see that in a particular artist, I get excited because it's at the end of the day, it's coming from this community. And at the end of the day, you guys are coming from Miami. And you guys are, you know, at the at the end of the day, you guys are just here <clears> for it. And I'm all about community-based stuff well, uh, and community-based art and community-based platforms that are bringing out the artists and showcasing them in the way that this community and city deserves. So thank you for having me on. I that's awesome. That You're here, a perfect man. fit. And and just to piggyback off that for a second, that's when we first started this podcast. The initial thought was, ha-ha, we're going to have a good time and let's just, you know, talk shit about it. You know what I mean? But. 
Like the more that it's growing, it's growing. I see it, man. No, but before even even before Diva came on, and then when Diva came on, it it just it just blossomed even more. Was that what we wanted to do was really hone in, and everybody that we be a platform. We wanted to be a platform. Everybody that we DM. That I particularly DM, and I know these guys DM too, and everybody, like, you know, the hustle we put into this show is, you know, like I tell everybody, we're a fun bunch, and are we, we, we strive on bringing, I, I, let, me, let me back up a little bit. We concentrate the most on arts, community, and small businesses. That's what we love. That's what we do. And we strive on bringing all that together. If we can mesh all those three, then we've succeeded. Well, you guys are doing it, and you guys are succeeding, and, and you know, bringing I'm happy in to be a part of it, man. You know, like I, I really do believe in that. Is it? We have to, we have to showcase talent. We have to showcase local talent more than anything, Absolutely. because this is where we come from. This is from our sangre. This is, you know, what I mean. This is whether it's black, Cuban, you know, American, yeah, whatever the fuck it is. Were you it about to say matter. Costa Rican? I was about to say Costa Rican because I just had a good <laughs> okay. memory when I was in Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Rica's great. But yeah, it doesn't matter. Venezuelan, fucking whatever the fuck you are, you know, um, Haitian. It, it's just. My whole thing, man, is that if you're an artist, you're show you're representing for the city, and the city is what made us the people that we are. At least I can speak for myself. It's made me who I am, um, and I've been all around the world. I've been to 34 countries. I've you know literally can say that I've you know passed the equator. I've been to point zero point zero longitude and latitude in my life. I'm a golden shellback. I've seen it all, and um, this city at the end of the day is what helped make me who I am at this moment. Um, with the gold rings and the gold watch and, you know, and the <laughs> tattoos and uh, the fucking Ghana to fucking create. And I'm so happy to be a part of something that you guys have created uh, to showcase that. And for other artists, you know, that are after me and those that have been on before me. It's just fucking awesome, man. It's awesome to see the fruition of artistic renaissance. Happening. I appreciate that because, and I just want to take the moment to just say, you guys are so good at DMing people than finding people. Look at what you've done. Oh, unfortunately, I met this guy before birth. No, but like, you know, Alexa and Dayla, like, you know, you guys did all that. Sure. Well, we, awesome. we, right, we so recognize talent. Yeah, That's it's what great. Someone's a circle jerking. Yeah. Oh, right now, now you want to talk about circle jerking. <laughs> now, huh? now you want to talk about circle jerking. How convenient. We need to put together that like coming out party, and I want to call it that. I want to call it a coming the out coming party. out party, coming out the closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No homo. Um, no super homo. Or homo. Or super now homo. Super homo. Super homo times. So we've got into a segment of the show now where we kind of like that back a little bit and uh we have a little fun so david joseph yes are you ready to have some fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck yeah are yeah. you sure you are oh fuck it just Wait. do it do what you're gonna do Get uh, it done. What, you want another shot no 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 hey. oh for you what's your deal oh no we're, we're Alex, i got i got you school. just whistled at me i got school in the morning but right. David Joseph. I'm off the next week, so fucking pour it So on. let's do a half scene. We're gonna we're gonna have a we're scene. gonna have a shot. We had a quarter a little bit ago. We're gonna have a Are shot. We have some fun, and we're about to have some fun. Are you ready for some fun? I, I've been but waiting be for a, this moment. I've been well, waiting for this moment. Don't don't be shy with me. I won't. I no, won't. I was talking about her pouring my shot no, to the top. I'm I'm not a quitter, and all over the table. Uh, that's great. Not <laughs> a quitter. I think <laughs> I think I worked at Irish Times when you worked at Raw Sushi. Shut the fuck up, then that's where I know you from. I think Holy so. Holy shit, then that's I'm where I used to like, hang you out. Familiar. I wrote a song called Irish Times. Holy ah! shit. Was it like a gutter song? So oh. you know Higgins? Do you know Higgins? 
Do you know Higgins? I'm sure he's kicked me out for fighting. Uh, uh, oh, well, no, nah, he wouldn't kick somebody. Didn't out you for fight that. like the neighborhood Irish, South Miami homeless nah, guy? I uh, yeah, my girl uh, was approached. My girl and her friend were approached by uh, the this this homeless man. And I, I what was his nickname? I don't remember. Homie, it, homie, probably. Mm-hmm. And um, but he he came up and he was obviously going through some type of crack or withdrawal or something. And he was getting real close and he kept on trying to touch it. And I told him, man, if you you know if you fucking if you, I was outside of raw sushi. My girl was waiting for me with a friend, and he kept on trying to get close to him. I go, man, you take one more step towards them, you know what I mean? Because he was like kind of getting aggressive. He's getting know, a little cracky. A little cracky. <laughs> um, I told him I was gonna fucking knock him out. He took one step, so I fucking I punched him with a two piece, and then oh, um, that's the, ghetto. And then the soda was um uh, the, the the top of a garbage can. Uh, the ashtray the, in South Miami, and the garbage cans have an ashtray on the top of it that can be yeah. removed. I grabbed it and I fucking frisbeed it right to his face. Oh my god! Nice. We're gonna edit that. I wonder, so, if that's, um, <laughs> I wonder if that's the same guy who approached you over there at uh, Titanic. No, 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 no. It's no, a little. Far they weren't. Off. They weren't South Miami frequent. I would. Ever, and then All remember. Right. All right, shots done. So, whoa, uh, let's oh get my god. Whoa. See, there he is. Wow, there he is. You know, so like boring. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Let's go. And when we would do band practice, he would say this. Like what? Uh, prior to us starting the show, uh, how Ox looked at me. He goes, "Are you ready?" Oh yeah, right? yeah. So, uh, so Ox before the show, I just want to make a note. He looked at Danny and he gave him this like. He went, "You ready?" And let me say, <laughs> when I was in a fucking band with Danny, <laughs> this fucking piece of shit, I was I didn't know if he was fucking ready. So I would That's like That's his charm. We, we were performing, yeah, absolutely. A hundred thousand percent his charm. I don't knock it away. It fucking got us through, you know, but I just looked at him like a fucking battle commander. At, you know, there's two hundred people behind us, you know, ready to watch us perform. I would look at him with the guitar and I'd go, Ready? You fucking ready? And he would just gave me this fucking nod and I was just like I don't think he's fucking ready. And I would get really scared, and I would turn around and start playing the music. But he was always fucking ready. No, we had some good times, man. Were you the singer or were yeah, you the guitar player? I, I was the guitarist, rhythm, and rhythm, oh, nice. rhythm section, and lead singer, vocalist oh. for. Is that the, how musicians say rhythm section? He's the rhythm guitar yeah. player. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he he brought this whole pseudo rap thing to Versus Verde, which so hopefully we have a little reunion and maybe we'll play. Before we get into the next segment, really quick, pseudo because rap. we are like not it. only entertaining, we are educational. educational. Whoa, look at you. Oh, wow. So that is the fucking the rain. Woo. It's the Jameson. Sorry. So <laughs> um, educate me on the different realms, I guess, of a band. So there's so rhythm. The there's I know synth. I know that. Yeah. That's all I know. So you have... Uh, you have the percussion, the percussion piece, which, which is means? the drums, and some people will debate bass guitar could be also percussion. Okay. Um, but you have your your percussion, the drummer, your bass player. You'll have your lead guitar, rhythm guitar, and singer. But some people, if you're talented, you could play rhythm and lead at the same time. So when you say rhythm like for guitar, example, what does that mean, rhythm guitar? For, for example, so the Red Hot Chili Peppers, yes, three piece band. You have Flea, you have Chad. Chad Smith, which is a drummer, Flea, the bass player. You have Anthony Kiedis, who is the lead oh, singer. And then you have the one and only John Frusciante, yes. who is the guitar player. Yes, that I the know. Only, who is back, the only who is back by the way, with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He went back to them, really? He's back, and wow. I missed the show because of fucking COVID. I'm surprised he's still alive. Oh, well, his soul did, you guys take off, did you guys take off versus Verdi off of iTunes? No, we're still there. Ooh, we're still there. Uh, no, listen no, no, to them no. on iTunes. No, no, we're not going to put on versus Verdi right now. Please don't. We Bad can. recordings. We did a studio 
I mean, we recorded this out of a garage. I didn't know anything about mixing or mastering. Alessi Martino, who is super fantastic. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not proud of those recordings. I'm proud of the experiences we had together. I'm, I'm proud of Bruzy, and, and I'm proud of. Uh, yeah, Bruzy is a good recording. Um, but I'm proud of what we accomplished live because that's where I felt we always shined. Yeah, no, you shined. You shined because this guy, this guy would fucking morph, right? So he would say, "Are you ready? Ready?" And then it was like, um, like uh, Will Ferrell in old school when he gives that super extensive answer in the debate and he's like what just happens oh yeah this guy will end up going he turns into a maniac he's a, he is a fucking creative artist he will jump I? off the fucking my my kick drum and fucking and he knows how to get a, a crowd going like he, he the hype guy he's the a, front man and he was a good time it was a good time i can yeah, see yeah. you as a front man that makes sense yeah. i mean I, I was definitely yeah uh, but once i get into a zone yeah for sure oh, there uh, he don't be modest he ain't aries i'm gonna be modest i'm gonna be modest i'm gonna stay modest just as an aries but um yeah so um you guys were talking about some fun i'm still fucking waiting for it oh yeah well working on oh my god he was looking for something here it is <laughs> if, if you guys haven't heard this is david joseph don't with the it. band versus verdi don't do it don't do it don't do it don't there do it there you go hit it do it. That corona clap. Nope. That's definitely not me. That is not it. <laughs> <laughs> that is not I was it. like, wow. I want to see your ass clap. <laughs> uh, I want to see that pussy shake. Oh, wop, wop in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was amazing. <laughs> Inter- Pretty yourself up with those highs. Choose the red bottoms so they know it's real. David Joseph. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Why? No way. Drink it up, yeah. Gin and tonic. You were hooked a fish out of water. Quivering from your best first birthday. Cause you both went to see first is birthday. Can we turn it off? <laughs> Can we turn it off? Oh, you say turn it up? Yeah, no problem. No, no, no. <laughs> That's dad filmed it, man. Alright, we don't want to give it up. Go look it up on iTunes. Good job, man. We didn't know how to record vocals back then. Nah, we still don't. But <laughs> it was a good time. We can't but play the librarian then? Oh no! If any, if you play anyone, it's uh, I liked lifestyles. That was probably one of my favorite tunes on that track. All right, but well, we'll play that at another time. All right, but maybe we'll do one of them. Ma- maybe instead of doing the normal out. outro song. All right, we'll so do what, what would you like to pick as our outro when we get there? Out of that, Ooh. I kind of like lifestyle, man. Yeah, lifestyles. Is all right. All right. All right. We'll do cool. that then. So cool. That's what we'll do. Uh, the <laughs> so are you it's ready for the next segment yes. of the show? Yes. You are. All right. Yeah. Dad filmed it. Are you ready to play? Name it. Fire. Yes. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was what is this? <laughs> this is All right. The game is simple. The rules are simple. <laughs> very simple. You have. We are going to ask you a series of very, questions. very simple questions. Series. Oh. Series. We need of you. This is where I shine. This is where I'll shine. We oh. need you. When you answer, it's going to be a one second time limit. First thing that comes to your mind, 
as honest as possible. No judgment. Don't worry. Well, I'm, you'll be I'm judged. I'm a little worried. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, don't, don't worry about that. Just the only person that's going to judge you here is Danny. But you have one second. First thing that comes to your mind. So it's going to be question, boom, answer. All right, give me an example. Go ahead. Choose. Um, not, well, we're going to give you yeah, an example. No, just gonna, just Filler gonna, paper or notebook paper? Example. Notebook paper. Okay. There, there you go. go. Perfect. Well, your you're, you're black pen, white pen. What question is that? I'm black, dude. Uh, what the there's white no such thing as a white pen. Very good. You answered correctly. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Silly. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> you know the rules of the game. <laughs> I'm aware of the rules. All right, let's go. First question. Lay it out. First thing that comes to your mind. All right. You could have saved your musician of all time. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a tough one, I know. How is the same way? It's a hard question. I mean. Milli <laughs> Vanilli is your final answer. Money Man. Money Man? Is that like a rapper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, favorite actor of all time? Shia LaBeouf. Favorite movie of all time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say Hanson on that last one, but it's okay. Um, favorite movie of all time would have to be Goodfellas. Homeward, ba- Homeward Bound. Oh. Right, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Goodfellas? Goodfellas. Nice. Go ahead, Diva. Which actor would play you in a movie? Um, Vilmer Valderrama. Who is that? The guy from Wilmer. the 70s show. Oh, Wilmer oh, Valderrama. That's great. Or Drake. Or Drake. No, for sure you're Drake. Oh, yeah, Drake. Yeah, Drake, Drake or Wilmer Valderrama. <laughs> <laughs> what board game could you beat anybody in? Connect Four. What? <laughs> what is your dream car? G wagon. Favorite animal uh, and what? why? Favorite what? Animal and why? A llama because my daughter fucking loves them. <laughs> Favorite beverage and any kind. What? <laughs> of any kind. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm reading from far. Favorite beverage of any kind? Uh, Spicy margarita. Really? Not matereba? Oh, what? would be second. Oh, matereba. I love matereba. If you can eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Bitten panisau. Ooh. Nice. So my Cuban. Kinda, my kind of guy. Um, What's the best dish that you could prepare? Wings. Favorite candy? Sweet tarts. Best Halloween costume you've ever had? Um, Joker. Your biggest fear? Failing. What's your biggest pet peeve? Danny. <laughs> That's a valid God, answer. The consensus rules. <laughs> Any nicknames growing up? <laughs> a lot. There was there was the exaggerator, um, Bamfi, which meant a uh, badass motherfucking Indian, because uh, we had a dodgeball tournament where I dressed up as an Indian, and thought <laughs> I was really good. If you had to pick one person. Not your significant other to be stranded on the deserted island. Who would it be? My daughter Penelope. She's awesome. Nah, no, no. She's okay. fucking awesome though. I get it. She, she I get it. so much fun. Like, I get it. My I daughter's super right. cool. Nobody in your immediate family, Danny, because we would probably end up killing one another. And if I ended up winning, I'd eat him. Nice. Aww, that's a good answer. That's, I think that's the best answer I've heard yet in this. Yeah, game. it is. By far, backfired on me. By far. Uh, beach or mountain? Beach. Texting or talking? Talking. Summer or winter? Winter. Hamburger or hot dog? Hamburger. Last song you listened to? Money Man, precise. So, oh, this is our favorite one. So, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Salty or sweet? Salty. That's not the favorite one. This one is toilet paper over or under? No, on the roll. Over. Not, <laughs> not, wipe, not wiping. No, not that's wiping. his answer. He said over. Like when you pull it from the dispenser. Over, bro. That's fuck, what the fuck? I'm a sick little under. 
Is it fuck? wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? No. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? One horse-sized duck. Fuck it. Fuck him up. Favorite superhero? Batman. On a scale of 1 through 10, how good are you at keeping secrets? Four. Whoa. Oh I'm my just kidding. God. Whoa, I was going to say, we're not talking. <laughs> we're not telling him anything ten, anymore. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10,000%. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't talk about any. I only pay the business that minds me. And like I only, I only pay. What's the saying? Like I only, uh, I only pay the business that minds me. Or that pays me. <laughs> I only mind the business that pays me. There I, you know. I never heard of that. Yeah. I only mind the business that pays me. So a thousand percent. What yeah. superpower would you want to have? Uh, to be able to make you shut the fuck up. We haven't found that one yet, buddy. Yeah. At a party, where can we find you? Um. Asking my girl to leave. <laughs> All right, I like it. I'll take it. Name a word that starts with the letter Q. Quebec quesadilla. Quarter. Quesadilla is a good one. Favorite ice cream flavor. Pistachio. Worst gift you've ever received. Aftermarket Power Rangers toy when I was younger. I'll never forget it. My uncle bought it for me. I knew it wasn't a real Power Rangers. You had to dig deep for that one. It wasn't a real fucking Power Rangers. It was like some fucking Sedanos Navajo Power Ranger, and I was really upset. Most irrational fear. Spiders. Ooh, I hate spiders. Tell me what you like to do on the weekends in your best valley girl voice. Oh my god, I really love to fucking edit videos. (laughs) 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 Of of me. (laughs) Oh my god. Like seriously. I I will edit the fuck out of a video on Saturday. Can we can we can we add something to this? Can every answer now be in a Valley Girl voice <laughs> from here on out. Can we do that, please? You can try. <laughs> Make me happy. I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how cool are you? Ten, bitch. <laughs> Favorite TV show? <laughs> Narcos. Really? Yeah, thousand percent. Nice. Biggest guilty pleasure? My girl's feet. Oh, that's so weird. Now you just what a reveal. And amazing at the wow. same time. That is the greatest fuck. answer I've ever heard. Are you a toe sucker? No. What the f- Have you been jerked off by feet? feet? I hate feet. Have you been jerked off by feet? Yes. Oh. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? Of course. What, what the fuck? Of course. <laughs> that's not a, what the fuck? Of course. What? That's, that's not a that's that's question you get asked every day, buddy. That's not the way that question works. The fuck, you weirdos? You literally have it like at a girl there. Like, like I've had my, I don't know. Whatever. Right, You're supposed next. to be like, ew, no, yes, of course. But I you have. won't suck on the toes. <laughs> yeah, prove. I mean, I will, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not like my first. Like, I hate feet, but it just ended up being like this. Uh, that's how I knew my girl was the one. Besides, obviously, you her, liked her feet. But besides her amazing fucking way of being and living, yeah, I really, oh, I, I thought her fucking, I thought her, she had great feet, and I hate feet. Like, I, I can't awesome. stand them. That's I've literally sign. gotten over girls because, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I've asked yeah. girls, hey, can you put on socks? Like, I. Are you? Oh. Is water wet? Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, come on. Eva? When sleeping, fan on or fan off? If there's a fan, fucking turn it on, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> Boxers or briefs? Boxers. Bath or shower? Boxer briefs, actually. Uh, shower, 1,000%. I hate baths. What do you wear to bed? Um, my 
just uh, boxer briefs and um, a shirt or no shirt. Depends. What would you do if you were <laughs> invisible for a day? <laughs> for a second. I would play pranks on my daughter. <laughs> Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Oh, you're one of <laughs> If you were to be a Disney princess, who would you be? I'd be Mulan. Oh, that's a good choice. And last but not least, dine-in or delivery? Delivery. Yes, good choice. And, and that, that concludes... Rapid Fire! Thank you for playing contestant number one. Dad filmed it. Thank you. You have another game? This is no, no. The other game is once My we girl come off. My watches Bravo, like the guy yes. Andy and Bravo. Like so, I watch a lot of it like inadvertently because I'm always editing anyway. And uh, I have to say that my favorite part of those shows are those little games that Andy from Bravo does. I love watching shows and movies and stuff while What's my your husband's show? editing. That's great. Yeah, what's your time? I mean, you know, you probably know all the fucking drama of the. He'll be like, I'll be watching. I just finished watching. Side note: Married at First Sight on Netflix, and like they were playing like a song, and he's editing in the room, and he just goes, "Wow, that's a really sad background song. Like, (laughs) is there a breakup going on over there?" I'm like, "What? Get out of my room!" Don't be listening to my shows. That's totally a video. Me, I'm a little more chimosa about it. I'll be like, Stephanie fucking did it. What a bitch. (laughs) Like, wow, she's a bitch. My wife wife has been watching 90210. Am I going to be like, you're paying attention? Again. Wait. Like the classic one? Like the the original one? Like the original 90210. I don't think I ever saw that. I know. She's been binging it, and that that it's been like, I can't believe Brenda did that. <laughs> but oh, whatever. No, her. we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun after the show, and everybody's gonna oh, see yeah. that because we're gonna do we're gonna try to go ahead and do a little promo video because that's a new thing in the hangout. I hour. brought my camera, so awesome. I'm actually I just wanted to say that I'm gonna do some complimentary con. Uh, uh, yeah, some sure. Complimentary yeah, makes sense. Content, makes sense. <laughs> uh, for you guys, I brought my camera. I have new processes and new stuff that I want to show off. Solid. And I love to do it with you guys. So something that we're trying to do here on the hangout hours now that we have guests, like if you. you if you watch, we had Dela, we had every uh, Alexa Lash. So we're trying to get all these, in, whoever, all of our guests that come on, we're going to do a promo video to kind of like get everybody a little wet during the week before we drop the episode. By wet, I'm say. assuming you're meaning lubricated. No, ready? discharge is what I, no, what I was going to say. Discharge. I was say, discharge. Not discharge. Wetness. I you know it was coming there. back. We started with discharge, we end with discharge. How dare you? Know the difference. (laughs) All right, man. Um, I had a great time. Dave, uh, you've been my longest friend. I love you so much, man. You've done so much. I love you. And where you're at now, I'm only proud. And I I know this is really right now, this is the bottom. Yeah, because yeah. we're only going that's how up. It feels. You know, that's how it feels. That's how it feels. so I uh, thank you so much for coming on to the show, bro. You, <laughs> you know how to inspire you, and you are a tr- you. Your story really is. It can go to the everyday guy that's trying to be inspired, because there's no your your parents weren't millionaires. You didn't have money, cry, man. Thank you. No, you have it. So and it's it's about the grit. Like I said earlier, the adversity you've gone through and overcame. 
and there's nobody to thank here but you, bro. This I is your mean, work. I super feel you on the local talent aspect of it because, you know, I do this on the side and then what I do for a living, like, and I was raised here. So, like, I appreciate that aspect of it and then linking up with these guys. And it's 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 really cool. You're really cool. And I feel like you're a perfect fit for what you do. So kudos to you for finding what Appreciate you that. love Thank doing you. and what you're really good at. So, it's, yeah, he's right. Only up from here. By the way, I want you to know on the live, your mom said, look super choochy. <laughs> she did? No, she said great show. But you look super choochy. I've known you for a little bit already. And um, I'm, I'm proud to say that I do know you. And I can't, from the bottom of my heart, I think I can speak for us here in this room. I cannot wait to see what you have in store for us in the yes. future. Man, guys, thank, I can't, I can't we wait are to see excited. what you guys are going to fucking We are excited to, to see Remember how, us you're, when you how make you it continue real big. to blossom and you continue to use your talents in the way that you're using them. 1,000. Don't stop. Keep on grinding. Don't you're you're doing hungry. what you're doing and, you're and, you. and, and it's, it's beautiful, beautiful work. I commend you. I I, I applaud you for we're sacrificing. We're trying to bring something beautiful do, to the community, man, and uh, that's that's all I want to do. You know, and what for I mean? representing Kendall, hell yeah, yeah, yeah hell yeah, hell yeah. Nobody hell ever yeah. wants to do that. Shout I love out, that. No, so nobody, nobody ever fucking great yeah. time. That's why I wanted to say that nobody ever fucking wants to represent. You know, like where I came from, but you know what I mean. Like, there's nothing sweet here. There's nothing sweet in fucking Kendall. There's nothing fucking. You know, what, what comes out of Kendall is true grit. And um, roughness, and I'm proud to fucking be a part of it, and I'm proud to you know be a small representation of all the other artists and entrepreneurs that are uh, taking this light and uh, making it what it can be. And uh, and I know that Kendall will be the next Winwood. I know that Kendall will be the next uh, artistic spot to fucking um you know to, to just go visit and enjoy Miami. And um, I just want to be one of the front runners and one of the, you know, people that are a part of that process of making Kendall what I know it's going to be. And um, it's not even just about Kendall, really, to be honest with you guys. It's more about, like, on some worldwide shit. Like, you know what I mean? But I just want my first priority in life, besides my daughter, is to make great fucking art. And that's the fucking bare minimum of it. I just want to create great fucking art. And you already did that because she's beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, my daughter is the greatest piece of art I've ever made. Yep. Um, that, that goes without saying. She's fucking awesome inside and out. Um, so Where can everybody find you? Where can everybody uh, reach out to yeah, you? I haven't created. I've, uh, I'm currently in the middle of creating, like, an official professional website. But um, you guys, you know, all my stuff is through Instagram, and it's at dadfilmedit. Okay, so that's dadfilmedit, dadfilmedit, all together. And um, I hope you guys check me out. I hope you guys check out the artists that and uh, the companies that I'm working with. I hope you guys um, yourselves follow your dreams and follow whatever that is the fuck that you think that you're good at. And that to me would be fucking great because if there's a community of people that are all like minded in the sense of wanting to achieve personal greatness, then you know what? Then that society is going to be something beautiful. And that's the only thing I want to leave behind for my daughter. And I get goosebumps saying that because it's no, the fucking truth and I feel oh, it yeah. in my fucking soul. I feel that. So if you're somebody Good out shit. there, for you. just fucking create, just fucking do. And that's what exactly what I'm trying to do. And I appreciate anybody that fucks with the movement. And thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely, awesome. bro. Thank you for being here. In regards here. to us, everybody, you guys know you guys can find us uh, all major platforms when it comes to podcasting. Our main source is uh, IG. But we're on iTunes, we're on podcast, uh, well, I'm sorry, we're on Pandora podcast, we're on Spotify, 
Google Podcast. We're on YouTube. Check them out. Yeah, check us out on YouTube. Um, all the handles are going to be the same, the Hangout Hour. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. Share with your friends. Tell everybody about us. Uh, make sure you go follow Dad Filmed It. And uh, that's can, it, man. Can you just say it again without burping at the end? I, <laughs> Dad Filmed It. Hey, guys, make sure to go follow Dad Filmed It. <laughs> Thank you. All right, cool. Great. I Appreciate it. Danny. <laughs> Love you guys, man. And uh, thanks for the support. Stay sexy, no, no, man. Yeah. Be good Absolutely. to one another. Absolutely. Spread love. Create. Hood rich, living country wild, got the drink, we're laughing at all that shit. Fuck that talk. Georgia Air Road through the man, it is a ride, cause I know we probably have to get in it. And drunk it online with a piece of it, flip the mic, and I burn that mirror somewhere, bitch. Blame me for some meat, stacking up on the lies. Bitch, we're gonna look at me, bitch, for life, I say. Fuck them all, I say, fuck them, so let them be your child, and just see them come. Oh, my, well, what makes sense of it? I feel a bunch of men, a bitch, are doing lies, and just chill, stop, fucking one day. So fuck me for making on the blade, suck up with the mic down. And my eulogy, it would be faceless.